Welcome to Mission Control, Product Design's podcast on everything business, tech, and marketing. Since 2008, Peralta Design has launched hundreds of successful brands. Join Ramon and the PD Flight crew as they use decades of combined experience to tackle current events and interview guests while dropping valuable industry knowledge. At Peralta Design, we launch brands. But for now, let's launch right into this episode. Hi, everyone. Just want to say thank you for helping us get to 15 years as an agency and to let you know that you're about to listen to our 100th episode of Mission Control. We thank you for your support and we hope you enjoy this very special episode. Three, two, one, zero, and liftoff. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Mission Control. This is your host, Ramon Peralta with Peralta Design, and we launch brands and this is a very special episode we have the fantastic four the original gangsters the ogs of pd uh, in the house jorge amanda and kevin what's up guys what's going on everyone i'm gonna claim that i'm i'm gonna gonna take the thing as my (laughs) just because i'm just the it's the big stocky ever-loving uh, the chickless version with the rubber suit. And the, <laughs> those were all so bad. It's Amanda's invisible. Invisible uh, woman. Invisible woman. So you're Johnny Blaze? Johnny Blaze. That would have been my pick anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Sorry. Mr. Fantastic. We got Mr. Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic. And as, as I'm stretching right. across the studio to the studio audience. We need an illustration, I think. Now <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, I hope that's my big, like, MCU comeback yeah. crossing my fingers in that like not that they're you know I, I, I really enjoyed Guardians I don't know if you guys saw Guardians 3 um, it, it's on, I haven't seen it yet but I want to it's on Disney Plus now definitely worth a watch yeah. I saw it in theaters like the last week because I wanted to owe it to myself because I loved the first two so much yeah. it was great and that's like the kind of movie that I think the MCU has kind of missed out on a bit part of it does have to do with like the transition between, um, but it used to be like an event, like you'd look forward to it. Me and all my buddies, we'd go to the midnight show. We would have like this big deal about every Marvel movie. Cause it was kind of amazing that it was even happening, right? All of these favorite nerdy things that you kind of got teased about growing up that now are mainstream. And it was so cool to see it, but now it's, it's ridiculous. Like it just, they hit you every month. And you just don't have time for all of it. Like, there's just too many films. And then it's funny how other things, like, I just saw that Barbie just eclipsed, like, the most money that Warner Brothers has ever made, eclipsing Harry Potter. So it's like all of these nerdy franchises are now also, you know, it's it's not the end-all, be-all that it used to be. But um, definitely, uh, just going back to that quickly, definitely recommend Guardians. Just a cool story about the evolution of a team much like why we're here today yes the journey that they've been through how they got together and uh, all the adventures and it's kind of it was a nice um you know a nice way to see those characters evolve yeah and we're you know folks listening we're celebrating 15 years so this is a special episode of our favorite stories some lessons learned um and just you know uh reflecting um, as as we as we reach this milestone of being a, a 15 year overnight success, and back to the the uh, the movies. Uh, you know, I've been watching um, Ahsoka, which is not a movie, but it's, it's a Disney uh, show um, with uh, Rosario Dawson. One of my personal favorites. Yeah, and great. It, it's a great show so far. I'm enjoying it. It doesn't seem to be getting the buzz, like the fact that none of you guys have been interested yet or want to see it yet um you know it's kind of like a spin-off i think from the mandalorian and clone wars and things and they even show one of the things that i thought was interesting this isn't really a spoiler alert but there is a scene where um they show like a a, a, a i would say a mural in the live action show of the clone wars illustrations uh, which i thought was cool. a, which i thought was a pretty neat tie-in um, but it's getting some controversy. I mean, people are there's some conspiracy theorists out there that think uh, Disney's inflating the numbers on the people watching it and so forth. Uh, but can't wait to you guys to check it out and 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 then we'll all take a look. But movie wise, I am interested in Equalizer three. 
That's the new Denzel. <laughs> yeah, with Denzel. Like the fact that he can just kick anybody's. I well, want to see him against like Liam in- Neeson or something like that. Well, so it's interesting, right? We have this whole like the the old guard of kind of action yeah. is like. Oh, it just kind of ties into a theme about like passing the torch and things like that. Oh, or yeah. it, well, we're gonna we'll, get to that. We'll get, we'll get into that. <laughs> but it's interesting how you you hang on like like Denzel. He's up there now. I'm not saying that yeah. he couldn't. You know, he's like that it, uncle at the cookout now. Like you know, like shows up. Listen, you, you know, can, the OG. You can summon that 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 uncle strength and make that happen. <laughs> Still doing his own yeah. stunts like Tom. I, I well, they're all like Aren't really like quick, like Steven Seagal cut I'm, moves. What's the age difference between all of them? Like, are they all like the same age? <laughs> well, well, it's funny. Denzel's how- hard to tell because I mean, I, without googling him, I would guess he's in his 60s now. If I had to guess, that would be. Yeah. I was going to say like 63. Right. But I don't actually know. I'm curious. Right. And to, black don't crack, so it's to, hard to tell. All right, we're gonna Google what's, that. What's everyone's guess. <laughs> I'm gonna say 65. Price is right rules. 62. R.I.P. <laughs> Rest in peace. Rest in Ooh, peace. To, by the way, Bob Barker was a, a member of the Sioux Nation, which I did not know. Wow. He, he, he was he was born and you raised know, on a reservation. It's interesting. Wow. If I think about it, I could see it. You can see it, but now, I thought he just had a tan. Yeah, but, yeah. But if you look at him in his old age, I mean, he lived to be God bless him, ninety nine. Um, but you can run. see it, like once you know that. But it was like I didn't, they never really publicized that. I feel like it's just now we're finding out he was from the Sioux Nation. Wow, that's amazing. Wow. I think part of that would be because I I only know him as like all white hair, yeah. old man. Yeah, he used <laughs> to have jet black hair, nice head of hair, never lost wow. his hair. Um, but he was so smooth, you know, like I saw his, a little bit of his, uh, ascension to, to fame. Uh, but before Price is Right, he hosted almost like a jackass type show, but from like the fifties or something where it was like, people would do talents and things like that. And, and I guess the guy behind Metro Goldwyn Mayer, um, saw him and was like, we want you for this. And then he, he, he just, I mean, his career ended up getting tarnished a little at the end, but, um. But I mean, he he's a beast, and he was in some of the, you know, Happy Gilmore. He was in Happy Gilmore, that's the big my, fight scene. That's one of my that favorite. Was the best. <laughs> I was literally, I was dying. Yeah. Like, I fell out of my seat. Yeah. It was that funny. Yeah. <laughs> Such a good movie. Also, Denzel Washington is sixty-eight years old. Wow! Wow! wow. Samuel L. Jackson is seventy-four. Whoa! Wow! Tom Hanks sixty-seven. Tom Cruise sixty-one. Seventy-four, so and he's doing like. You know, uh, Secret Invasion. You know, right, right. Like well, action, and it's with CGI. But in it's some of the scenes. funny how like it becomes brandable too. So yeah, it's funny. I am planning a whole. I'm training a whole trip down to Florida to see my cousin, who also plays into today's episode. <laughs> who all around we yes. found out the Expendables Four is coming out. And we were like, "Are you serious? That <laughs> Those was, guys have to be like 90. Yeah, Dolph Lundgren and, and Sylvester Van Stallone. Damme. I mean, oh, but t- I'll give you this: Jason Statham, Jesse Ventura. <laughs> Jason Statham has found the fountain of youth because yeah. like, he looks exactly the same to me from the Transporter. Like yeah. the dude doesn't age. I don't know how. I he did see that a off. clip of him as a diver with a full head of hair. Wow! Like when he was in, I guess college, he was a, he was like a, you know Olympic type diver. Oh, oh, like off the diving board. Off the not, diving board, not, not a scuba diver. Not to the Titanic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, have you seen that picture going around of Vin Diesel with hair? No, that'd be know. weird. Yeah. Someone was like, nothing can shock me this year. And it was like <laughs> Vin Diesel with hair. I don't oh, know no. what it's from. Is but it like, worse than Drake and Degrassi? He or had something? hair? No, no, he looks older. I don't know if it was a movie or something. I don't Is know it if it's old or, or curly. Um, It's... Straight it. It's not a full head of hair. No, Obviously, no. which is why he, you know, he shaves no. it. But. I feel like he was just born bald. And He's bald. got like oh, the. Those are the two advantages, by the yeah. way. Like if you are, you either go white early, right? Like Steve Martin. Yeah, that's helped him because he's he went be up white there too. in his like twenties. Right. I read his bio. And, oh, okay. And it was like in his twenties he turned to a full head of white hair. Wow. Yeah. And but Anderson it, Cooper's another guy that right, but it became white. signature. You right, know what I mean? Right. Like when you embrace it, it yeah. actually looks good. It looks good, and it it becomes iconic. Yeah. Same thing, like I'm sure, like Vin Diesel, Jason Statham, just shave it. Go ball. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you got the round head, and oh. if you got it, go for it. And you know <laughs> what I mean? They they pulled it off. So I love that this whole like old guard of action dudes yeah. has branded on listen we're just gonna get the gang together we're gonna put a whole rodeo but i like that they also are mixing in some of the newer talent 
So I like that. And even these guys have been around for a while. Like I think um uh the guy from um it's one of the like he's one of the like uh I think he's from um Thailand and he's like a, like a kickboxer and he's done like a, a bunch of really cool act Ong Bak. That that's a, that, that guy. Yeah. Um and that looked really cool. So I like that they're pulling in some of their uh yeah. you know some of their peers from there too. So I'm excited. 50 cents in this one. I mean <laughs> literally you throw anybody in like a combat vest and they're like, "Okay, yeah, we're I'm ready, ready to go." I'm ready to fight. I'm ready to I go. guess it was from an old movie. <laughs> He looks like Nick Cage. Wow. What the heck? That. He's got my exact hairline, too. Oh, my God. That, Ramon, that's now you what would happen if I grow my hair out. out. That's why I keep it low. You could be Vin Diesel. Yeah. Now you can cosplay Vin Diesel from that movie. I had that during COVID, by the way. <laughs> I couldn't find some clippers. Um, but, yeah, speaking of aging out, man, like McConnell, uh, you know, he's he's been... Just glitching, you know, and I'm not making fun of anybody with any illness. There's something definitely going on. He had a concussion, and so now they're saying it's it's fallout from, you know, when he fell. Um, but it's just like, hang it up, dude. Just hang it up. Right. And, and he's been medically cleared. It's like, come on, the guy is freezing up during, you know, press conference. It's one of those things where it's like, it's not even about, like, ageism or yeah, ableism. No. It's really just about, like, at a certain point. You've got to be able to like let the reins go and pass the torch to the pass next the generation. Yeah. You can't hold on to it, gripping that torch until you take it to your grave. It doesn't, you know what I mean? It doesn't help yeah. anybody. And it's so not, many young but, bright minds. So many young bright minds, and it's not even a political party thing because Feinstein is like, I think the oldest sitting Democrat. I mean, she's yeah. like ninety years old in a wheelchair, still at it. And it's like there, are, there. We need to pass the torch, as you said, to this next generation. Let let them make mistakes or. Whatever, but like these, the old guard, uh, if you will, in our political system, just needs to let it go. Yeah, they should retire. And retire. Really want to do go something? Enjoy your they life. could go and become a part of the Expendables. <laughs> <laughs> nice tie-in. Back to, back to the movies. Uh, I do want to shout out um, uh, BlackBettyBoopShop dot com. Uh, Shay Levister is officially the first contract of. Uh, of uh september for us uh so she is behind i mean we we've got we had a great uh, opportunity to work with fleischer studios um amanda you know you're leading the way with that and 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 vex um they're just so fun yeah. um what's it been like just to because we've been on some zooms with with fleischer but what what's it what's it been like to work on such an iconic brand oh it's been so cool um the the Zoom call that we had where we got to talk to Frank um, and he complimented our work was felt really nice. It was fantastic. Um, you know, I gave us feedback on the updates we had to do to to make it really feel like Betty. And like, that was so cool um, that he uh, appreciated the work that we did. Um, and it's just been fun because we don't get to do as many illustration projects. Um, but it's something that both Bex and I are pretty passionate about, you know, just drawing. Um, so it's been great to actually be able to do that for work because uh, we do it on our on our own time yeah, if part we of can. History too. I mean, yeah. it's, it's such an iconic brand, and, and yeah. I guess the original Betty Boop was black that she was modeled after. Modeled so, after yep. so uh, all the product renderings look really cool. It's yeah, like, that was fun too. Like, they're, they're, we made these boots that I'm like. <laughs> I, I don't want, want those boots. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know it's good when you create something and you want it. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're like, okay. And there's like luggage and there's uh, t-shirts, t-shirts, and floor mats. And apparently, floor mats are a thing with with like their de- the demographic, like the middle aged, you know, affluent um, professional woman is who they're they're going after with this brand. Very cool. So, um, so guys, we are going to take a quick break and come back with our reflections on the last 15 years. If you've got an innovation that you want to bring to the world, the first step is making sure you've got a great domain name. Visit shop.spacehost.pro to grab your domain name today and begin your new Started from the bottom, now we're here. Shop.spacehost.pro. Started from the bottom, now my whole team here. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. Started from the bottom, now we're here. 
Started from the bottom, now my whole team in. Started from the bottom, now we here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. I done kept it real from the jump. Living at my mama's house, we'd argue every month. I was, I was trying to get it. All right, and we're back, and that was a little medley of some of our, uh, I guess, house favorites representing our, our 15 year journey and we're just gonna jump into some some team reflections here we were in the green room talking a bit about uh some of our favorite memories and lessons learned and and i can go back to um first meeting jorge you know initially you know this the the idea was like okay i'm just gonna work from home and and in the early stages um it seemed to be as far as i could see and um I came across this project through one of through one of my clients, and it was actually for Scholastic Books, and it was a series of children's books that were translated into Spanish, and so it needed it needed some design, some graphics, uh, but it also would be helpful to have um, some bilingual uh, graphic design assistance. And um, through one of my Priceline colleagues, uh, our, our dear friend uh, Pedro. Um, he was like, oh yeah, my, you know, my, my cousin, uh, my cousin Jorge is, you know, and it was just such a small world, Jorge, because, you know, Nancy, um, you know, she was, she went to Basic and it's like, she knew, she knew your mom, she knew your dad. Couldn't it, believe it. it. Like the world like, is just that small of a place. Yeah. I, also a question I never, it never didn't occur to me until just now, but mm-hmm. you had named it Peralta Design. Yeah. Oh, well, first off, where... Why Pralta Design? It was originally created. Pralta Illustration and Design. Right. It was originally done in college. I started the company um, back in 1991, mm-hmm. and I got my bank account with Peoples and got the LLC. Um, Rest in peace. And all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> M&T Bank Pub, as M&T calls it. Um, so it goes way back to UB days. Um, and because I was a... Um, uh, a BFA in visual arts. I remember I had a professor that basically said, you should do illustration, you know, or, it, or you know, it was either, I was like, had a baby by this point. So I was like, I got to get paid. So I can't just draw. I got to do graphic design. And so, but he, he felt like I had such a good hand not to, that I shouldn't do graphic design. I should do visual arts, which encompassed everything. So it was like, that's kind of how I decided on my major. And so the reason I started the company was I was doing caricatures. I was doing parties, doing caricatures, $10 a character. I was set up at events, at fairs, um, with markers and paper. And so I was really more of an artist. And Physical so, media. Like, so, you know, yeah, so it was like illustration, even though it's long and not very like uh, consumer friendly. I wasn't thinking of those things. I wasn't really the brand uh, you know, expert that I am today so many years later. So. Um, but that that's still the company's like formal name on our contracts and things like that. But then I created a DBA that was much more user friendly and it got shortened to PD for all the design. But that's definitely a great uh, question. But I remember when you walked into that Starbucks because I didn't know you guys. It was you. It was you and and uh, I think it was David. Yeah. The other the other young man. You guys. Uh, we were like, let's meet at Starbucks. It was like a neutral ground and. You know, I wanted to talk to you about this project and you guys were going to be like freelancers. And I had had experience with doing that from my Walker days. But um, but this was like for PD, you know, it was like the early beginning of like, OK, I need help. The big project. I think it was in the summer, right? Wasn't it like May or something? Yeah. And exactly. No, no. It was before then. Okay. So May is when we actually started to like. Maybe it was like. The rubber March hit the April. road. It was February when we first had okay, the meeting. Okay. That was the craziest part. Right? <laughs> February 2011. But the crazy part for me was I had no, like, I had, this seemed like, you know, the opportunity for a big break. So even <laughs> I had no idea that you were like solopreneur, like yeah, working yeah. out of your basement at the time, <laughs> you know, because Pedro kind of, let, let, you know, as anybody who's going to make a recommendation, he's like, look at I'm putting my neck out for you. Yeah, yeah. Don't embarrass me. Yeah, yeah. Don't be late. Like the whole nine, you know. Pedro like, doesn't do anything like half, halfway. No, no, <laughs> so. nothing, nothing in life. And, and that's the other funny part is that Kev has known Pedro basically, you know, almost his whole yeah. life too. So that whole energy it, yeah. in, in and of itself. And this was like, you know, I'd been working a job where I'd kind of hit the, the glass ceiling. And yeah. um, I also, you know, was a young dad and was like, hey, you know, what, what, does, what could this be the this big like opportunity extra, I'm yeah. looking for? And to like, exactly. It, at first it started out just as like extra income, mm-hmm. but could this be the opportunity? I remember, 
you know, thinking to myself on the drive over, is this it? Is this, you know, what I've been looking yeah. to do? Um, especially because it seemed to use more of my major than yeah. I had done before. Yeah. So, And it was old school because you guys came with your portfolios. Yeah. Like, <laughs> literally, literally, like, you know, that's the best thing I could think of to do. Yeah. Although just some, some of that work I... I miss at points yeah. like there's this I put together this whole sneakerheads um like like guide basically talking about like you know the history of it yeah. and everything and even this whole like architectural design project about all these different um eateries in Connecticut and their history like I, the photography part the creativity part there's so many parts of it that I miss sometimes but then I also love being able to do the solution part but but anyway um I was curious to know if your plan was always to be Peralta Design, a company, right? If you're pitching for projects or were you always going to be Peralta Design? Of, hey, I'm just a freelancer. I can get the job done for you or Peralta Design, the agency. No. Yeah. Well, by that point, I had I had pitched with I I had already become familiar with like assembling like Voltron with other people like this. John Pax and I had done Tasty Golf Tees in 06 or had folded it by 06. So we had started that even earlier. And through him, I had met this other gentleman who had his own company who uh, was, was a developer. And that's when I first started. We, we actually pitched the city of Bridgeport to do their Is website. Is that the original Kevin at Peralta Design? No, that kid, that's the original Gorilla Group, Kevin, that you're talking about. Yep, yep. So, so that was another kind of um, early stage venture, evolve or die. I love that company and I love Kevin, Kevin to death, um, the original Kevin. And then we have Kevin J. <laughs> but, but, um, but yeah, so I had already kind of been familiar with it. Like, okay, I can't do this alone. Um, especially if I want to go after bigger projects and, th and this, we didn't win the city of Bridgeport. Was there a moment, is that the moment losing that contract that made you realize I got to I need to present. There. Yeah, that 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 planted the seed for what was available, like at a place like Regis. Like that, that's why we ended up at Regis a few years later because that gentleman had a company and he presented like a big firm, but he was just as soon as I as soon as I looked behind the curtain, I was like, oh, you can just get this for like two hundred bucks a month and have this dope conference room and have a receptionist and have you know a place to like make a cappuccino or whatever like it was a very impressive uh layout for for a low budget and and it was it was it's like the perfect example of everything happens for a reason because while we didn't win the bridgeport pro city project i st it still taught me like how to present bigger when the, when the next opportunity you know came about um so that's that's how actually how we ended up there and i remember jorge and and david walking into starbucks and you know, interviewing and, and, uh, and Jorge just knocked the project out of the box. Like right away, Jorge was, was, you know, miles ahead of, and I love David too, but he just wasn't like, we're, we're looking for PD material and like much like the Pedro's, um, emphasis on like, Hey, don't let me down. That's, that's the way I approach every project even to this day is like, we're, we're, we're all collectively responsible for our reputation and so you want to have team members that you can rely on that that you know aren't going to drop the ball that was a big pressure point for me too in that like the first thing was just hey we're going to give you i'm going to give you this test and see how you can do in photoshop and see what your work looks like <laughs> and that was and that, like you know what's funny pressure. is that you weren't even doing web for your first like no, when we first met, it had nothing to do with web. You ha you didn't even hire me for web. Exactly. So the fact that now he's the director, director of web, web development. <laughs> you know what I mean? Here I am in my um, graphic design information major, yeah. which of course includes web development, but it's mm -hmm. like the smallest part of the program. Yeah. Where I had taken on computer science as my own passion, just yeah. outside of that. But you hired me on for the graphic design side of things, and um, you know that was a whole bit of like where that evolved and then it became a lot of um i remember we had a, a client we had to do like an animation for like from out of a vending machine yeah and i was and i mean this is what the program does that at central they, they're trying to make sure that we're going to give you a taste of everything right and then you're going to find your niche so right. graphic design information included you know typography literally designing typefaces by hand mm -hmm. with pencil and ink um you know traditional illustration and then, uh, you know, the graphic design itself doing like layouts and books and pamphlets, 
but also web development, also video. You know, Kevin famously plays a villain in one of my music videos <laughs> that, that we produced. Um, that was a really good time. Um, I'd like to see that. Do you still have it? <laughs> yeah, that's on YouTube, actually. So <laughs> are, I haven't seen that forever. Really? Uh, my sister plays in that one. Kevin plays the main villain. Kevin went so far as to like, I really needed to sell a shot. I didn't expect him to like jump. He literally like wall runs, like to, like to really sell this shot and like jumps off. And it was we had to set up like a, a mattress in an old basement so he could like jump off of it. It was it was incredible. I need here for a while. After that. <laughs> the landing was not soft. But you <laughs> nailed the role though. It was incredible. So here I am producing videos, animation, and then Ron's like, uh, "Can you do a video? Can you?" And I'm like, "Sure." And we were doing. Uh, it was I can't remember. It was one of the vending machine thing. I I think it was one of the. Yeah, it was like before it became. I think it was Quick Store Twenty Four. Yeah, so yeah. Quick Store Twenty Four. I did I did I did animation for the Pepsi website. We were yeah. we were looking for. We always had our hands on some like good brands. Oh, right off know? the rip. Even with BKFK, our, you know. That's, one, uh, you know, that was Quick the other Store. thing that kind of like sold me on this opportunity has legs. Scholastic. Well, Scholastic books right off the rip, yeah. and then you showing me here it is. They just sent us the latest shipment, and these are in schools all over yeah. the country. That yeah. was amazing to me, um, and something I was really proud of, and you know, really yeah. happy to share with everyone. And the, the, one of the turning points in our development was when, like, I had like Jorge was working at a, at a, at a full time job and and freelancing for for me for PD and having that same mentality of like I can't yeah. let him down. But then yeah. it became I can't. It was too much. He was day. at work, and I would call him, and he would be like, "I'm going. I'm running out to my car." To talk to you, but like I'm at work. Like he was, he, and, and then I realized like what the kind of person he was and what I was asking of him. And I was like, you know, I put myself in the shoes of that employer. And I was like, I wouldn't want Jorge to be working for me and talking to somebody else while I'm paying him to, you know, uh, to be on the clock for my company. And, and I realized the type of integrity that Jorge had. It was like, I think when your values, when you meet someone whose values align with your values, then you, you're like, okay, we can work together because we, we believe in the same things. Um, and you have to be able to remove yourself. Like I had to take, I had to, I had to get out of myself and be like, okay, let me put myself in Jorge's shoes. Let me put myself in Jorge's boss's shoes or the company's shoes. Even if he felt like he had hit the glass ceiling, like he was still respectful of like, Ramon, I can't talk to you right now. I'm busy. I'm at my job. And at that point, I realized, okay, I, I need to be able to get back to my customers. And if I don't have somebody that can, if I can't get an answer from Jorge, I'm going to lose these customers, you know, because they're, they're not going to wait, you know. And so I, I had to say to myself, okay, I've got to get to a point, like, what, what job do I need to win to feel comfortable to make Jorge an offer? Like, how crazy am I? How much of a risk am I going to take? on his family, on his livelihood. And we ended up going out to lunch. Um, it's, I think it was, I don't even know if it's there anymore. It was like the Blue Goose uh, or something like that. It was, no, not, it was, um, <laughs> it's a little, it, it, was, I, I, I it, it, was, it was an there. ice cream store at some place because it's right there on oh, um, Ferry um, Boulevard. Yeah. Off, off the hook. Right, I couldn't remember if that's the, that one was or the, the one hook. that was like down the street from my house now. Or that was, and now yeah. it's rebranding. But anyway, I, the, off the hook sounds yeah, right. The the sounds right. Shop, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, and then it switches. So I basically had to say, like, all right, Jorge, like, it's time. <laughs> you know, like, and, and Jorge was like, we both had to take a chance because I was basically like had to sell Jorge on this vision of what we could build together, um, and and basically ask him to quit his job. You know, and, and I'm like, yeah, I know you probably, I can't match the benefits yet. I can't, I don't even know. I don't think I even could match the salary. Um, but it was kind of like, if you come on board, you know, we'll, we'll build this. You know, we, we, can, we can do some great things. What was, I don't recall, like, do you remember the conversation a little bit, a little bit, bit better? Yeah, I had an inkling that's, that's what the conversation was going to be about. Um, I remember we ordered oysters. Um, I was I, trying to impress him, like, <laughs> like, a, like impressing a date. Mm, like, yeah, get, that came from. get whatever you want, dude. <laughs> really, that it was back then. What was that? Um, the you were driving the Saab then. Yeah. Um, and the, the the Saab with the and it was a it was a stick shift too. Yeah. And that that was actually the probably I love sold, that car. Yeah, sold the me more than, than the oyster. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, being like, man, I would, I would love a car with the 
uh, manual one day. Now I have it. So yeah, any, absolutely. Anyway, but um, but I think you still had a Subi back then. It was just I a, did. A older, like a two thousand. Not or even something. actually. Not even then. I still had the Maxima. Oh yeah. And then the Maxima yeah, died the Maxima. on the highway on the way to the Shelton office, <laughs> and that's when I got my first Subi, <laughs> which then was just like, okay, these are for me. Um, but yeah, just taking that risk and realizing that you're gonna have to quit and mm-hmm. give up a bunch of things. But that's that moment, I think, for a lot of business owners that you have to be able to eclipse that. I think you have to be able to get past the the fear part of like what's going to happen next. And I don't know if for Amanda or for you, Kevin, if, you know, if either of you kind of had that trepidation that kind of like, all right, like jumping in the pool, you know, it's going to be cold, but you're going to, you'll once you get in, it'll be fine. Like coming mm-hmm. on board or if you, or if you're like, hey, no, this is, this is just uh, uh, an on. Uh, an onward and upward trajectory from where I was before. Well, where I was before was a student. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we got her fresh, yeah. fresh, fresh <laughs> off the mint. She still had the plastic. It was literally. It was. I graduated May, and it was a month later that I started working as an intern. Um, my uncle Tommy, who had worked with you years before mm-hmm. when he was in Connecticut. Uh, he emailed me and was like, hey, you need to send your resume <laughs> to Ramon. And I had I remember from when I was younger that like I would hear about their graphic design friend. Like when I would show like my my work to family, there's always someone who would mention their graphic design friend um, because uh, you guys were friends with my cousin, Nancy. Yes. Um, I think Nancy went to school. They went to Basic, yeah. Basic together. is a common denominator uh, for a lot of us. A lot us. of Nancy's, too, I'm realizing. Bridgeport, yeah. <laughs> you know, like Bridgeport. Um, Bridgeport is always going to have a place in our heart. But, yeah, so you're at UB, you graduated. You're, they were kind of grooming you, like, you know where you should be going. <laughs> a, a little bit. A little sub- subliminal messaging throughout the years. <laughs> um, so I sent you my resume, and mm. then- scheduled an interview what was the interview like because i don't i don't recall um trying to remember i remember i remember i got my grandfather to drop me off and then i saw that there was the bus stop right right in front of the place and i was like yeah you take the bus here nice <laughs> um i remember going up into the office and it was just you this was the in downtown shelton office yes. right yeah. yeah that was after regis mm-hmm. we moved downtown and i think we, we were sharing a conference room at yes that was such a big moment too, yeah. like having our own yeah. space, and we were we still wasn't even our own because we were subleasing from mm-hmm. uh, Scott at the time. Yeah. And Rest then, and then, side note, my biggest memories from Regis before we got there are at one, just like that <laughs> coffee machine was dope. Oh yeah, I loved that cappuccinos. And, uh, it was great. Yeah. I don't know how the little pods. I always work. wanted one. Of it those. was like the competitor. To, I don't know. I don't know. If, I guess they're still around. Flavia, but, I think, was yeah, the brand. But it, was it was like the, not the Keurig. Not the Keurig, but like these other cool packets. But then I will never forget that day we had that huge earthquake. I don't know if you guys remember that big earthquake. Oh, yeah. We were in Regis like, and, the, and the table was like moving. The like table that. was moving. And then we stepped outside and they had like hanging lamps in the hallway and the lamps were swinging. And I'm yeah. like, what? There was an earthquake in Connecticut. going on? Yeah. That was like, I thought it was a big truck or something. And I'm like, no, we're moving yeah. and it took it that was like a whoa moment and amanda i remember um you like we mentioned in the green room was that you uh had done a painting for nancy's boss that was hang. it was like sunflowers with like kids faces was, in them so i think this painting i did i think it was actually still in high school when okay. i did that yeah i think it was senior but you year. were also much like you were being told of me, like I was yeah. being told of you, that there was yeah. this, this young, talented artist that was yeah, it started in, the, with... in, the, in the family somewhere. I did a I did a painting for the superintendent at the time. Mm-hmm. And then Miss Stickley at that time was my mom's boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then so she requested that I do a painting for her. And it was of, um, it's her watering flowers with children's faces. And then it has a saying on top. I can't remember. Yeah. Like, children are a garden or something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so she had that in, when she was working at uh, Classical Studies. And then when she uh, moved. The Discovery. Discovery, she took the painting. 
Yeah, no, that's awesome. And um, one of my one of my funny well, the, the the truth is that um, you didn't have a lot of a whole lot of graphic design at that time, but you were definitely an artist. And I was like, you know, that's what I wanted to hire, you know, to help. And and uh, my favorite memory of being down there because it was fun to be down there because it was like Sesame Street. And I think I I even did a Shelton Life interview because it was like you know, you had the post office, the cleaners, the barber shop, the subway. And I remember Literally everything. You know what I'm gonna say? The I story. Know exactly what I know talking about. And, and so man, there's always been this really quiet. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. shy, I was super shy, oh, super shy. Her <laughs> voice was like Mickey Minnie Mouse, like it but was so Amanda soft. Amanda then and Amanda now. I would oh, love for those. I would love for those two night people to day. meet. I would just love oh, yeah. how I can get Amanda. Him. Amanda then was like, took me a month to tell you I liked your full metal alchemist shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the she first was time so I met Amanda shy. was Shelton Day. Yeah, we both worked it. Oh yeah. And I don't even know. If, I don't even think I was a full time employee yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the first time that you weren't. Not yet. Yeah, we no, used to have a booth for Shelton Day. That was, yeah. yeah, we're going back 10 years maybe at least or more. And I think Amanda greeted me. Yeah, we did not talk. A, uh, no, I talked, <laughs> but I don't think she said a single word to me afterwards. And I remember thinking, like, I don't know if she hates me or not. <laughs> oh, no. I don't think she hates me, but I, I, I definitely she doesn't like me. But we'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> oh, God. I didn't, I didn't hate you. I didn't dislike you either. So, I, was just, I was just shy. So I, I, just I realized shy. afterwards. So the funny thing is that at this point, um, Scott had moved on, and um, and I and I moved into his office. And you guys were like in the bullpen. I love that layout too. We had the the like my office, the bullpen, and then the conference room. And I was like, "Hey guys, I'm going to run a subway. Let me know what you guys want." Even back then, we were—I think we were doing like lunches on Wednesdays yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, great. So, we we are celebrating something. Yeah, we're we celebrating something. Time. So I was like, "I'm going to go across the street and get subs." And so I got the orders from you guys, and and one guy, you know, one one order was like I don't know Italian combo or something like that, uh, and then the other one was you know like buffalo chicken with sriracha, jalapenos, hot sauce, you know. Uh, red hot, you know, chili peppers. <laughs> it was just like this thing. And pepper jack cheese. Pepper jack cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Anything they had that was spicy, spicy was in the sandwich. And so when I came back, I like I was like ready to hand over that spicy sandwich to Jorge because I'm like a, just total assumptions. And Amanda was just like in a little quiet voice, like, "Oh, that's me." <laughs> I was like, "You're gonna eat this thing that's like so hot." It, oh, I just, man. I would just never forget that, man. It was just hilarious. But um, I had the same reaction the first time I took that order. Like, what do you want from Subway? And I'm like, "Is this? I just want to read this back. I want to make sure this is correct." Right, right. right. There was a banana peppers, everything. But um. You know, when Kevin came aboard, it was one of those times. And Kev, you could reflect on it. I think it was a workplace project. There were two like anchor projects. Oh no, it, I remember it was exactly. Peaceful playgrounds. It was a peaceful playground. We also got because of Tommy. I think and art yarns uh, and art, art yarns. yarns. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Um, yeah, at that point, it was like get one of these two, yeah. and then you guys want both. Um, because I, I only went to the Regis office. Once that was the first time I met you. I think your interview was at my Regis. interview was at Regis. Yeah, yeah. okay. You guys weren't in downtown yeah. yet. Um, it was crazy. I feel like how quickly everything moved. Mm -hmm. I remember Jorge telling me about it. You know, me and Starbucks, and um, like I said, I'd known Pedro forever. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't, I don't remember what our interaction was when we went to Regis, but I know I met you there because it was one of those things where it kind of all just happened. Yeah, I lived above Jorge. Like, mm -hmm. Rented out a house. He lived floor i lived on the second floor i want to say i don't know it was late at night and you were like hey can you help me look at something because i was working for the software company at the time mm -hmm. um and we were using asp.net and c sharp and then the current art yarn site i think had was built and it was using asp and c sharp, c -sharp both of them yeah and you're like i need help fixing this can you take a look at this and i was like yeah sure so i want to say like we, we were up to like in the morning easily because it was we had to present the it the next morning and i had gotten it like almost to work and then it, like it, it hadn't it wasn't complete and you were like all right let's figure this yeah. out so yeah we stayed up all night but I, I had a blast i was like this is fun yeah. you know so fix that 
this is just out of the kindness of his heart. This is yeah, like, this is yeah, the yeah, friendship yeah, that yeah. we had. Like, hey, I'm gonna stay up with you till the sun comes up. And figure out fun. this project. And, and yeah. Jorge was like, I need help. And and I think it, at the time it was Amanda, Jorge, and I. And I think we had this um, another graphic design freelancer, Nicole, or something like that. I, you know, we we we've gone through a lot of people, and you know, as they say, many were called, few were chosen. Um, and Jorge was like, you know. I, I'm ready. I think we need to hire some help. I need help. I'm burning out. And, uh, and, and, you know, he was like, Kevin. And I'm like, all right, so who's Kevin? And, well, Kevin's been my friend since third grade. And I was like, so do you really think that's a good idea? <laughs> You're going to hire somebody. You're going to be his boss, but he's your friend. Like, like this is like not, a, not, uh, this isn't recommended in like any, any other scenario. And Jorge was just like, trust me, trust me. You got to trust me. This, you know, this is going to work. And I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> you know? I remember that it's funny at the time because prior to that, I just spent the last, I don't know, maybe three and a half, almost four years working yeah. seven days a week. I had two jobs. I had a full-time job at Staples. Yeah. Um, you worked at a help desk early too. Early 2000s. Yeah. And then I got hired for the software company managing the help desk, mm-hmm. but I stayed at Staples. So I was working in Stanford Monday through Friday for the software company. And then I worked Staples Saturday, Sunday. That was just the regular schedule just all the time. Yeah. And I finally, um, my girlfriend at the time was like, you're always working. Like, yeah. <laughs> what else am I going to do? <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'm going to leave. She she worked at Staples too. But when she left, she was like, you know, it'd be nice to have the weekend together. So I was like, all right, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go down to one job. And then I was like, I'm not going to get a second job. And then Jorge's like, hey, how would you like to work with us? Like, as needed per project base. I'm like, oh, I can do it from home. This is really kind of the second yeah, job, right? Yeah. Um, and then it was funny because then it was like, oh, we got the project there. And it was like RJ Reynolds uh, stuff was coming. We were doing BKFK. some big, big brands through BKFK. And, and it was one of those. I remember it was like two projects. I said, Jorge, if we win either one of these. I felt confident to bring on like what I, I haven't gone through a layoff. It's always been my thing. I don't ever want to grow to the point where like, we've got to tell people like, we don't need you. Like that is the worst. And so I'm very, very conservative with the hiring. And so I was like, if we win either one of these, we can bring Kevin on and we'll make him an offer to bring him on. And, um, and then we ended up winning both. So I, I took that as a, as a sign it was that time it was time to grow. Or he was like, we, need you like last week yeah and it was funny because you were mentioning like, how did we feel about you know i was also in that same situation as jorge where mm-hmm. it'd be like all right quit your job you've been right. in for four years mm-hmm. you know and come work with us um come take a chance on this come company. take a chance yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and honestly the um and i know jorge can re- relate the previous environment i was yeah. in was so toxic yeah that there was no like trepidation at all there was no like oh i don't know should i do like i got the opportunity and i'm like yeah let's do it it's funny because i remember telling people about it and they're like i was like yeah, i got a new job they're like oh yeah it was like more pay i'm like no yeah, less yeah and they're like good benefits i'm like no nope. i'm losing all of them <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no vacation uh, no 401k <laughs> We didn't um, have anything. No, nothing. Except was, a fun environment yes, with that's good the people. Value of the culture. Right. Yeah. Exactly. No, right. But yeah. we've but we've since thankfully you know, uh come through on our promises. A, a combination of like I said, uh I won't get into details, but where I was, yeah, it was like stuff was about to hit the fan and I'm like, you know what? Because even after I told him I was leaving, he offered me a lot more money and it wasn't even I wasn't even tempted to be like, Ooh, I'm gonna stay for money i was like this place is a nightmare yeah and i saw the potential here because one thing i didn't know you but let's say i've known jorge since third grade mm-hmm. um we would actually all sit around in his mom's um you know table and have like board meetings with our friend you know this is back in the eighth ninth grade like <laughs> you know we had a, a ninth ed- grade edge incorporated edge media incorporated a little comic book movie production yeah. company. <laughs> so it was like in my head, because especially I said staying up night, working late in these projects in my head, I'm like, this is a chance for that to do that for real, for mm-hmm. actual real projects and everything. So I was like, ah, Paula, what, what do I have to lose? Cause I was like, I was miserable where I was. So I'm like, come here. It either works or it doesn't. But. Yeah. And I will say the arguments you guys have are great. 
<laughs> you know, yeah, um, so they they bicker like a old married couple. <laughs> like just yesterday, they're arguing about like the is the weather is, is it spring? Is spring weather or is this fall weather? It was not fall weather. We won't get into that now, guys. Listen, when there's a 70 degree day in October, we'll Listen. post it on social and we'll we'll have a whole discussion about it's supposed what it to be like. 93 Monday or something like that. Yeah. Oh, also, by the way, congratulations. Speaking of old married couple, and Kevin and I, today marks 31 years of friendship. Wow. So, years. Wow. so there we go. September 1st. Um, you got to well hit done. something. Don't hit no, the prices no. right. Yeah, that we should probably redo. Uh, that. We'll go with that. Yeah, we need we need to ask a few ones. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Thirty-one years, man, that's incredible. So it's it's just been a great ride with you guys. You guys are the 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 original crew. Now we're you know we're up to ten. We've got five and five. We got five women. Yeah, which is nice because for the nice longest balance. time I was the only girl. How many <laughs> years went by? You were the only girl. It was quite uh, a while. It was a Aaron while. On, right? Aaron came on, and then. It was me and her for a while, and then she left, and it was we got Robert, and then I was the only <laughs> girl again. Robert, <laughs> Jala. Yeah, <laughs> we got about her. Yeah, but, there was a couple. That position got swapped out a awesome. bit over yeah. the years. Um, We've had some interesting characters, like I said. You know, many were called, few were few were chosen. Um, so one, uh, one reflection too was yeah. the moment because obviously, I, Jorge really sold me on coming over yeah. right like if it was just a random company i would have been like this is a terrible offer <laughs> you know like, but, but i was like you know i'll come in and it was yeah, objectively funny. you're like wait, um, wait uh, <laughs> on paper this doesn't look good yeah, yeah. yeah but uh no and he trusts you and yeah connection with um uh with pedro mm-hmm. but i remember the moment at the shelton office where i was like downtown yeah where i was like i felt like i knew i made the right decision i don't remember the name of the couple but it was like a son and uh his wife yeah they had this big idea for this kind of social network type of thing and they paid some company and you to do it and they were like oh it's 80 percent complete and they send it over to us to take a look at it. And at this point, I mean, it would have been our biggest project yeah. ever. They it were offering like six, like six figures. figures. Six yeah, figures. We, yeah, it would, would have been our biggest project ever. And they were like, we want to give you guys, we just need you to finish it. It's almost there. It's like they said it's 80% done. And we looked at it and it was a mess. Yes. Like it was a nightmare. It was not even we're close to 80% done for what they wanted. Right. right. And it didn't fulfill any of the promises that they had and i remember you were so excited about it this and- was huge because we oh we, yeah we've been getting like our biggest project to that date was probably 25k yeah. was like a monster pro this was gonna this be was five to six times bigger right. than that so right. we were looking at i remember it vividly but it was it was uh they had a hundred grand they were willing to give us to finish the job and i think we came back and told them it's gonna be 150k, but we're gonna build this thing proper. We're gonna we're gonna put it on a new platform. It's gonna you know you're and and if I remember it, it was like a Craigslist type of a concept, but small businesses could get their own microsite or landing page on this platform. But we were like, who's gonna use this? Because this it was just so awful. It had been done overseas, yeah, uh, or something like. And they were that. like, can you use some of this? And we were, we're like, no, like, not no. really. The design was bad. The yeah. UI UX was bad. Like, even how it was pro- it didn't really function. Like, it just looked the the part, but there really wasn't even much functionality there. Yeah. So I think w- the the net result was we weren't gonna feel good about the final product we felt like if if the only way we would do this is if they would let us start over and they had so much what we call technological debt and this is kind of a a lesson out there is like just cut your losses the money is spent like you can't you can't chase it and these folks were trying to chase it they felt like well we've invested in this platform that was their life savings it was their 401k it was their life savings it felt terrible for them but we also knew that at the end of the day we weren't going to be proud of the final product and we felt like their business wasn't going to be successful on that platform. So we basically said to them, just go back to the folks you're working with then because we really don't want to take this, even though they were willing to pay us six figures to to finish the job. But we just knew we weren't going to feel good about it. 
Yeah. No, and that was a pivotal moment for me because you, know, you mentioned to start yeah. with Jorge about integrity. Yeah. And I just, you know, I was still fairly new and I just come from an environment where if my previous company was in that same situation, because yeah. they, they were ready to write a check, mm-hmm. he would have been like, sign, sign this contract, send the check. Would have been like, right. figure it out. We would have delivered something they hated, but he would have been covered legally with the contract and then would have went, went out his day and been like, all right, well, we're $150 richer. Yeah. So like the fact that turned it down, because I was kind of nervous to tell you, I was like, oh, no, like, one's going to freak out. And then you were like, <laughs> no, OK, we, we can't do it. Let's let's pass. Yeah. And that's when I was like, OK, so you're about integrity over profit. Absolutely. And I knew uh, that was the point where I was like, all right, I knew I made the right decision. Absolutely. And, and uh, it's been it's been wonderful. Um, it's officially the longest I've ever been at a company. You know, um, prior to this, I'd been, you know, with Jay Walker's team for 10 years. So like hitting a 15 year milestone at PD with and getting to work with all of you all um, before I get verklempt has just been amazing. And I'm super grateful. And and the moves that we've made, you know, we 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 took a leap when our building downtown uh, was uh, was set for demolishing, you know, um, Loved it downtown, but you know they were gonna sh- they were gonna shut us down. They wanted to move us to that corner spot where there's like that hair salon where Taco Mita is, and like it's not re- that's not really our vibe to be like to have wi- like a corner window. It's almost like better for what it is like a hair salon or a bakery or something like that. So that prompted us to look elsewhere. We and and luckily we landed in the Cinto properties. Um, we ended up finding a sliver uh, of of a, we called it the shoe box, but it but it was home. Um, for a good five years and it was it was like getting the smallest house you know in the nicest neighborhood um and we got all the amenities here that you guys are still enjoying and and then uh and that was an amazing thing it's like we didn't even we didn't use a moving company we took the whole company everybody (laughs) we rented a a u-haul talking about like making moves but staying humble at the same time absolutely even george had his pickup and and uh and as we were leaving, there were like crimes happening in the parking lot. Oh, so yeah. we like yeah, knew it was like, like a drug bust. <laughs> we'd gotten we'd gotten broken into. We like, had bro- and, that was uh, awful. Uh, uh, yeah. And that was like a bit. That was kind of like the all right. It's we're time. out. We're out. We got to level up. You know, there there are things that you you'll see in your in your company's journey where you know it's time to level up. That was one of them. Um, and and we also wanted to provide a better 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 quality of life to our team like coming here we knew it was going to be a big leap but um but we also knew that um it was a benefit to be in a beautiful campus to be safe to to have the gym and to have the cafes and the grounds and everything so it's been very excited and guys i'm i don't know about you but i'm super excited for what the next 15 years are going to bring um yeah so it's been great for sure and this is just the beginning i feel like in a way you know we've we've come so far and yet the potential is so out there especially just with you know being a company that works in technology seeing all the things that have happened and things that continue to like we're here at the dawn of ai and like you know it's really exciting for me to see with the, with the next 15. i've been here 10 years but it feels like just getting started you know it's only just begun <laughs> <laughs> Well, guys, this has been an amazing episode. It was just so nice to reflect on some things. And and for those out there listening, we hope we've inspired you um, to continue in your journey, uh, whether it's professionally, career-wise, or in your business. So uh, thank you for joining us. And uh, this is Ramon Peralta with Peralta Design. And we...